What's up, everybody? I'm Milan Jordan, and welcome to the MMA Daily Blitz, part of the DSP Media Podcast Network. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you consume your podcasts. Also, check out our YouTube page, and you can follow me on Twitter, at Milan Jordan. The MMA Daily Blitz is presented by BetUS.com. Bet with the three-decade leader, BetUS. Join now for a 125% bonus using promo code DSP125 or a 200% bonus with crypto using promo code DSP200 and bet sports, casino, horses, pop culture, and more at BetUS.com. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. Well, there'll be some betting going on this weekend as the UFC is back on pay-per-view. But before I get to that, let's quickly recap last Saturday night's fight card at the apex. Of note on the main card, a featherweight bout uh, between Derek Minner and Shailen Norambeka. Uh, This is a matchup of very experienced fighters. These two had a combined 46 first-round finishes in their MMA careers heading into this fight. Well, make that 47 now because in the first minute of this fight, Minner threw a left kick that appeared to maybe injure his leg. Uh, Norton Becca took advantage and finished the fight with elbows, winning by TKO at just 107 of the fight, giving him 26 first-round finishes in his career. But then on Monday, word came out that a U.S.-based betting integrity firm decided to investigate suspicious betting activity before this fight. It was how the betting lines drastically changed in the hours before the bout took place that raised some eyebrows. As rumors emerged that uh, Minner was injured, Norton Becca went from a uh, 220 to a 420 favorite. Uh, a lot of money came in on Norton Becca by winning by first round TKO, which had sportsbooks suspicious of the unusual line change for such a low level fight. Uh, the UFC said uh, that it will review the matter with its own betting integrity firm, uh, adding, quote, At this time, we have no reason to believe either of the athletes involved in the bout or anyone associated with their teams behaved in an unethical or irresponsible manner, end quote. Uh, This this is as of of Wednesday, no news, uh, but the controversy comes on the heels of the UFC announcing last month that fighters and their teams can no longer wager on bouts. Uh, This new rule is part of the UFC's Athlete Code of Conduct. All right, on to the co-main event. It was a welterweight bout between Neil Magny and Daniel Rodriguez. Magny won the first round. Rodriguez won the second. And then in the third round, it was all Neil Magny. He controlled. He tried a guillotine choke, then an anaconda choke uh, before uh, Rodri- on Rodriguez before latching on a Bravo choke that finally forced D-Rod to tap out for the first time in his career. Uh, with the win, Neil Magny earns his 20th as a UFC welterweight, passing the great George St. Pierre for the most wins at 170 pounds in UFC history. And uh, so congrats to Neil Magny on that accomplishment. This guy's been getting it done for a long, long time. All right, now on to the main event. It was a strawweight fight uh, featuring a couple of strikers, and it was Amanda Lemos defeating Marina Rodriguez in round three, just 54 seconds into the third round via TKO, uh, via punches. So, That'll do it for the uh, UFC fight night last, last weekend at the Apex. All right, move on. moving on now. The UFC returns to the Big Apple this weekend. UFC 281 takes place Saturday night at the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden in New York City. The main event is a middleweight championship bout. Israel Adesanya faces challenger Alex Pereira. Uh, these two are familiar foes. Pereira holds two kickboxing victories over Adesanya. 
including a vicious knockout prior to both fighters joining the UFC. Well, since coming over to the UFC, uh, Alex Pereira is a perfect 3-0 inside the octagon. Two of those wins coming via knockout, including a first-round TKO of Sean Strickland back at UFC 276 this past summer. That was the same card in which Israel had assigned to beat Jared Cannonier by unanimous decision, in which Izzy was criticized because it wasn't exactly an exciting fight, but he did what he had to do. Uh, but this weekend at MSG, Adesanya is seeking his sixth successful middleweight title defense or seventh, if you include when he was interim champ prior to beating Robert Whitaker for the undisputed title. Uh, either way, it's not going to be easy for him. Uh, Alex Pereira has one-punch knockout power, as he has shown throughout his MMA career, and knockouts were the norm for him in his kickboxing career. Of course, again, it's also Israel Adesanya. Uh, Pereira's power against Adesanya's reach and speed will definitely be an interesting chess match to watch. Uh, Adesanya, he's much more well-rounded. Uh, in the win over Jared Cannonier. And like I said, it might not have been the most exciting fight for the fans, but Adesanya did what he had to do to win the fight. Uh, look, remember, a fighter's first priority is to win the fight, entertain second. Pereira is coming into this matchup with more emotion, and for that reason, he could be susceptible to focusing so much on doing something spectacular that he could make a mistake and Adesanya could capitalize on. While Adesanya, he needs to close the distance to take away those head kicks from Pereira. Uh, either way, should be a very, very fun night, uh, fun main event at uh, UFC 281. Well, the main, this main event is one of two title fights on the docket because it's NYC. They always have to have a big card there. And uh, the co-main event is a uh, women's strawweight title fight as Carla Esparza puts her strawweight belt on the line against former champ Zhang Wei Li. Esparza is going to look to utilize her wrestling advantage and uh, take the fight to the ground while Wei Li, with her excellent Muay Thai and striking, uh, she's going to want to keep the fight standing, and she's not afraid to stand and bang for 25 minutes. Uh, as we remember in that classic battle with Joanna Jinjacek at uh, UFC 248, an instant classic. And, oh, by the way, that was another card that was headlined by Israel Adesanya when he beat Yoel Romero. Uh, so if Carla Esparza ends up successfully defending her belt Saturday night, uh, it's going to be her seventh straight win, and then she will surpass the aforementioned Joanna Jinjacek for the most wins in UFC strawweight history. If Zhang Wei Li wins, she will become the third two-time UFC Women's Strawweight Champion, along with her opponent Saturday night, Carla Esparza, and also Rose Namayunas. Uh, and then the third fight of the card, and what has the makings of being fight of the night and maybe even fight of the year potential, uh, Dustin Poirier battles Michael Chandler. And for some, myself included, this is the most anticipated fight of the night. Very evenly matched. It's a shame that this is only a three-round fight. Uh, but it might not even last that long. Who knows? Uh, both guys have, <clears throat> excuse me, have great finishing power, but also they can absorb a lot of punishment as well. Dustin Poirier is coming off a 336-day layoff. That's the longest of his 13-year career, but he does have the most knockouts in UFC lightweight history and is the only lightweight in UFC history to land 150 or more significant strikes in three separate fights. Meanwhile, Michael Chandler... He's the former two-time Bellator champ. He likes to finish fights also. Uh, 18 of his 23 career victories have come by stoppage, including both of his UFC wins by knockout. Look, we know that both guys are amongst, if not uh, amongst, if not the toughest 155-pounders in the sport. And this is one of those fights where you don't care who wins. You know you're just going to be thoroughly entertained. And let's hope this one lives up to the hype and, hype and then some come Saturday night. 
All right, checking out the rest of the main card. You got former lightweight champion and fan favorite Frankie Edgar. He has he will appear in the octagon for the final time when he fights Chris Gutierrez. Uh, the 41-year-old Frankie Edgar, he's going to look to snap a two-fight skin and retire from mixed martial arts with a victory. Uh, and then the main card will kick off with another lightweight bout as Dan Hooker takes on Claudio Puelas. Uh, the prelims also have some intriguing matchups. Again, this is NYC. They always uh, have a great card from top to bottom and interesting matchups. Uh, we got Meatball Molly McCann taking on Aaron Blanchfield. Uh, former light heavyweight title contender Dominic Reyes. He'll take on Ryan Spann. And then Brad Riddell goes against Hanato Moicano. All right, other uh, UFC news. Uh, former UFC heavyweight champ Kane Velasquez on Tuesday was granted $1 million bail after being in custody for the past eight months. As you may recall, Velasquez is being charged with attempted murder and 10 other gun-related charges in Santa Clara County, California. Uh, Velasquez is being accused of chasing down a man, uh, Harry uh, Gularte, in his vehicle and shooting at him. Uh, Gularte is being charged with sexually assaulting Velasquez's four-year-old son. Uh, Velasquez followed Gularte's truck in his own vehicle on a 11-mile high-speed chase through the city of San Jose, rammed the truck, and then fired a 40 caliber handgun multiple 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 excuse me multiple times into the truck easy for me to say uh which carried uh galarta and two other uh, according to the da's office uh, another passenger in the vehicle was hit with a bullet uh, although he did sustain a non-life-threatening injuries uh velasquez he's gonna have to wear a gps tracker and not come within 300 yards of the alleged victims in this case per velasquez attorney mark garagos uh, it's not known at this time when the trial will be held but uh, in the meantime, Velasquez does have a chance to go home and uh, see his family. And and look, it's this is just awful all around. And look, Cain Velasquez did something that if any of us were in that same situation, probably would do the same thing. Although in the eyes of the law, yes, you don't take the law into your own hands. But I mean, in that sense, instance, you're thinking eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Do, do you want to do, you know, some who harmed your family, you're going to protect your family uh, and harm that individual who caused harm to your family. So uh, all the best to uh, Cain Velasquez, and we'll see uh, where the legal proceedings, uh, will, you know, the trial happens if and when that will take place. All right, another UFC, a former UFC fighter, I should say, Shane Burgos. He withdraws from his PFL debut with an injury. Uh, his highly anticipated PFL debut, it's going to have to wait a while because Burgos, who, if you remember, signed with the PFL, after finishing out his UFC contract over the summer after a victory, uh, he suffered an unspecified injury that caused him to withdraw from a fight with Marlon Marias that was scheduled for the PFL 2022 season championships Thanksgiving weekend when Al Marion Marias will take on Shaman Marias. Uh, Burgos, he's an 11-fight UFC veteran, uh, UFC uh, uh, fight veteran, uh, who was surprisingly not re-signed uh, by the organization after his July win over Charles Jordan and joined the PFL shortly thereafter. It's big news for the PFL as they get some uh, popular fighters. And uh, Shane Burgos is certainly an up-and-coming popular fighter. Uh, he's 31 years old from New York. Uh, he was slated for the 22, uh, 2022 season championships in New York on November 25th. But uh, again, according to this PFL release on Monday, uh, Burgos has been fourth to withdraw because of an unspecified injury. So, uh, again, Shaman Marias will replace him to take on Marlon Marias. Shaman Marias is a fellow UFC veteran who's been with the PFL since 2019. All right, folks, that'll do it for this edition of the MMA Daily Blitz. By all means, please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast 
wherever you get your podcast. You can also follow me on Twitter at Milan Jordan. The MMA Daily Blitz is presented by BetUS.com and is part of the DSP Media Podcast Network. As always, thanks for checking it out. I will talk to you later. Good night and good fights. 